G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. The need for prayer in the life of a Christian believer never changes. It's never easy for Christians to keep a great prayer routine, but we can be encouraged and reminded in the words of the great John Wesley, God does nothing apart from prayer and everything by it. Some insights today on this important element of the life of every Christian from Robin Johnson, the founder of A Million Praying Men, who's been encouraging believers to be mindful of four important and powerful words, constant, consistent, persistent prayer. Robin Johnson, special welcome along to 2020. Hi, Neil. Great to be with you and your listeners. Robin, we are early on in the year, and getting that prayer routine in place, never really easy, even for people who've long been leaders and uh, and great prayers. It's still something you have to continually come back to make those fine-tune adjustments. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. It's just, you know, it's, it's almost, in a sense, contrary to, to, to normal life. But we've got to learn to adapt it so that it does become normal life. And uh, that really is, again, I thought at the beginning of the year, with the four words that you have just um, shared, the, the, the constant, consistent, persistent prayer, that we, we get into a habit. And, uh, you know, we're, we're accustomed to bad habits. They seem to be easier to, uh, to generate or to keep going. But it's the good ones. Um, as disciples of Jesus, and um, and of course, prayer is is key to that. Robin, there are regular things we might include in a time of prayer, and uh, sometimes if you pray through regular things every day, you run out of steam in all of that. How do you say we ought to look beyond the basics uh, to be able to keep that prayer life vibrant? Well, I think you've got to try and set aside a, a regular time each day, um, whether it's morning or evening or, I mean, quite often we will, I mean, we do it morning and evening. But I, I think you've got to be aware. You, you've, you've got to look at your circumstances around you, what's happening, um, and, and don't just keep it to those basics. But even, even with those basics, you know, the Holy Spirit is a great guide and we can look to him to, to lead us and guide us and you know, if you're praying for family, which is, you know, one of the basics, there's, there's all sorts of stuff going on in the families. Life, life isn't stagnant. And, and so you've got to tap into what's, what's happening there and then and, and pray for the specifics that's happening in your life or in your family's life. And the idea of being persistent here, Jesus told the parable of the persistent widow, and out of that it was all about prayer and the idea of not giving up. Any thoughts here? Because when it comes to our families, those things are close to our hearts. 
uh, there's lots of issues in our communities, in our local church, in our nation. Uh, these sorts of things too, they, they're changing all the time, aren't they? But I guess this idea of persistence, like the widow that Jesus spoke about, uh, this is something that we have to make a part of our own routine. Yeah, we do. And and again, see, it's 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 based well, it's based on the Word of God, and you know, regardless of what we see with our eyes, and regardless of what you know, life might tell us as a reality, you know, truth is is the thing that controls our life. It's the truth of the Word of God. And even if we're not seeing immediate answers to prayer, I know, because I have faith, that God is going to come through. One day, in, in one way, He is going to come through, because that's what faith is. Faith, um, simple definition of faith is being persuaded. And I am persuaded that God answers prayer. So this idea of being constant, consistent, persistent, uh, these sorts of things, somehow rather we need to cultivate those in our lives because the typical thing is to be opposite to that, uh, inconsistent, uh, not very persistent at all. So uh, how do you think in cultivating those sorts of things I wonder how long you think it takes. I wonder how you think there might be a starting point for turning over a new leaf for a prayer life. All right. Well, I, I say that, you know, if I'm teaching or preaching somewhere and, you know, I mean, I'll say to people, do you, you know, do you pray two minutes? And if you pray two minutes, um, pray three minutes or four minutes. I mean, it's being, you, you need to, we need to be practical practical sorry about some of this stuff now we can be very spiritual and going well you know jesus called the disciples to pray for now an and they couldn't do that but every hour we should do this and, and and if that's your life and you're able to do that and you have the time to do that well and good but i i say to normal ordinary people just like you and me if you're a five minute person stretch it out try try and become you know a 10 minute person I mean, I, I was doing, um, what do you call it, planks, right? And uh, and then I didn't do it for ages. And I thought, oh, well, I'll come back and I'll try this, you know, plank again. And uh, so I started off and I put the clock on. And I think, you know, the first time I did it, I think I got to 30 seconds. So I thought, oh, well, that's good. But uh, I know someone that can do a minute without blinking, you know. <laughs> um, and so what I did, I I every couple of days I increased my timer by, by 10 seconds. And, uh, well, I'm well over 30 um, seconds now. <laughs> so it's a matter of practice and, uh, you know, stretching the muscle of your prayer life uh, so that you can become that uh, consistent, persistent prayer. Hey, there's another thing here just to bring into the mix and uh, the idea of coupling prayer with fasting, and sometimes that's uh, a turn-off for people uh, saying, oh, I'm not into that fasting sort of thing. Sounds a very religious thing to do. But what are your thoughts on connecting fasting with your prayer time? All right. Well, we can be a little bit controversial here. I, I think fasting is good when it's focused and it's purposeful, but it's about change for the person who's focusing. See, it's like, well, okay, I'm going to pray and I'm not going to fast God until, you know, you do something. That to me sounds like we're kind of sort of saying holding God at ransom. 
um, it's a starvation thing. And I think I think fasting, and this is what I've done over the years, is, is I fasted when it's been purposeful that, that I needed to hear from God. It wasn't I'm going on a hunger strike if you don't talk to me, God. But God, I'm setting myself aside for this moment of time that, that you can work in my life what you want to work in my life. Setting myself aside that I might, might quieten my spirit, everything around me, so that, you know, that I can hear from God at that point in time. So there's a humility aspect in the fasting, and uh, it is more about your own personal insight, your own personal challenges, uh, rather than something that you might actually have uh, encouraging en masse. Although there are times in the year, aren't there, when there are calls for uh, days of prayer and fasting. And I imagine that there is a corporate sense in which that does happen, and that's sometimes is important as well. Yeah, and, and, and people can put that time aside. Um, you know, generally speaking, when the Bible talks about fasting, it's talking about, you know, going without food. Um, and uh, there's there's uh, there's theories behind that. I mean, there are health theories behind that. In fact, some tell us that fasting can be quite good for you. So there are, you know, that kind of physical benefit. Um a long fast, of course, that needs to be managed and, and done very, very wisely. You know, it's, it's the persistent, constant prayer that, that I think for, for most people is, is the challenge. And like you said before, you know, the, the fasting can, can turn people off. I say to people, if you don't want to fast, that's fine. You know, commit yourself to praying. That's, that's still an exercise of faith. That's still an exercise of trusting God for what you're believing for. Robin, you're the founder of the movement called Million Praying Men. Is there a difference between the way that men pray and women pray? And perhaps you've noticed some significant uh, differences along the way. Uh, when we speak directly to men for a moment, given that you've founded that movement, uh, what are your thoughts for men in making this a priority? I think they do a little, especially in Corporately, when men are by themselves and gathered together, I, I think they they act quite differently um, than than when there's both men and women around. Um, but again, the the other the issue, the other thing that was driving or does drive a million praying men is is the men that don't pray, and you know they sort of gone well, you know I'll leave it to the wife, she's praying, so so that's kind of okay. Well, it's not. Um, not in the sense that God's not hearing your prayers, um, because he is. <laughs> but, you know, Peter says to the men, I mean, Peter assumes that men are praying because he tells us to treat our, our, our wives um, with grace and respect so that our prayers are going to be answered. So the Bible expects men to be praying. And so this, this um, and it's not just a Western thing. So I've been in other nations. And I get the same response um, that, uh, that that generally speaking, I mean, there are exceptions to the rule to this um, in a couple of the countries, that nations that we work in, certainly exception to the rule. But this idea that for some reason men don't seem to commit to prayer the same as, as a woman and 
you know, we, we probably could discuss that for a long time, what, why that is, and I'm not sure if we'd actually come up with a, with a reasonable answer. Robin, things are tightening, times are getting tougher, there's even challenges to our Christian faith and uh, the validity of it and uh, the pressure that's coming upon people and not just men, but when it comes to men and uh, the million praying men, what is your encouragement uh, as things get tougher for men to have perhaps a new consistent commitment to prayer? Oh, most definitely. Um, because as we talked before, and I think you said, it, it's building this prayer muscle. And, you know, we, we, we're learning to pray now because things aren't going to get better. I'm, I don't want to be a prophet of doom and gloom. I, I'm just reading my Bible. And hear what, what Jesus said about the end times and hear what Paul says about the end times. Hear what Peter says about the end times. And, and now... I guess comfortable Western mindset, we'd all like to think, well, it's not really going to be that bad, or actually, you know, Jesus might come and just take us all out of here and, you know, we're going to escape. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, there is pressure coming. I mean, there's, there's already pressure, changes of the laws in our states. I mean, Victoria right now is facing the, the worst, shocking, most, um, draconian laws, I think, probably in our history, and uh, you know, people are praying right now and and uh, writing to the government. Um, but you know, the, the the signs are there, and so the church needs to to learn to pray and 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 believe God. Um, and again, we, we might not see some of these changes happen we not see I not see some of this legislation go our way but it doesn't stop us praying because the more we pray the more that we are going to be centered on the fact of faith and faith is going to be built in our hearts and when it becomes personal on us if persecution or affliction becomes personal then we can stand because we've already set a, a, a foundation of a prayer life that we know is communicating with God. Constant, consistent, persistent prayer. And I'll encourage listeners, uh, a connection with Robin Johnson and uh, wonderful wisdom in his newsletters. You can subscribe to Robin's newsletter through the Million Praying Men website. Uh, the website is millionprayingmen.com. That's millionprayingmen.com. Robin Johnson, thanks so much for your great words of wisdom today here on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.